Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to Gore Human suffering Death Factual inaccuracies Several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. As the old saying goes, you've got to lick a lot of toads before you start hallucinating a prince. I'm Kelly. Hey guys, let's eat some brownies, read some Black Beauty, and just look at the sky. I'm Sean. I'd stay out of the reindeer stalls unless you want visions of sugar plums dancing in your head. I'm Adam. Well, 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 what's this in the trunk? Some stool softener, a jar, and a bag of party balloons. You're going to jail, son. I'm Andy, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, where this week we're going to be talking about getting high. Oh, weird ways to get high. Some weird ways to get high. I'm glad this is finally appropriate. <laughs> get real cool this week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is not a tutorial. Please don't do any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> absolved, absolved, absolved. We tried it so you don't have to. No, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> this was filmed by experts on a closed course. Do not recreate. So first we'll start off the the etymology of high. Hi. Old English. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh man, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> means of great height, tall, conspicuously elevated, lofty, exalted, high class. Ooh. I'm gonna start calling it becoming exalted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also grabbed stoned. Okay. From the fifteen tens, having or containing stones. <laughs> Killing witches. <laughs> I'm all full of rocks. Do you know when the modern use came into being? Oh, yes, the 1930s. Really? That early? Drunk or intoxicated yeah. from with nar- narcotics. It feels like I'm full of stones. Uh, in the mid-1960s means a stuperous person. Hmm. There's not, like, none of these, well, one of these things is drugs, but all I could find was <laughs> pharmacophobia for fear of drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it didn't seem like there would be a fear of being high, but... You can get too high. Well, I mean... And- like, what if you're afraid of walking outside and like, oh, God, I inhaled something. <laughs> yeah, what is a drug exactly? Like, is salt a drug? It does things to your body. It's going to be Sean's court defense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I didn't look that up. <laughs> I imagine it's probably like state altering. Like, I always hear people make the argument, well, caffeine is a drug, like yeah. really defensively. So I feel like there's some I think something that caffeine of. does that falls into the drug category, but it doesn't like doesn't it, make you high. It's a stimulant. And actually, when I was looking this stuff up, it said if you can get, I think it was 500 milligrams of caffeine within a short amount of time, then you will hallucinate. What? Wow. But you may also die. So be legally that. high off of Coke. <laughs> That's a lot. Coca-Cola. I just looked at my Coca-Cola. It's 34 milligrams. And like it was like you have to slam this stuff in like thirty minutes to start hallucinating. Like no. So how many cokes would that be in thirty four minutes? Five hundred milligrams, uh, thirty four minutes. Be like fifteen. That doesn't sound that undoable, actually. <laughs> well, then what? Eight ounces a piece, so that'd be a hundred and twenty ounces. Twelve ounces. I'll have to go to the bathroom. Sure. <laughs> you get that water toxicity at that point. <laughs> okay, it's time for a quiz. Oh boy. Uh, 
So how many people die from inhalants each year in the U.S.? Die from inhalants? Too many. Uh, yeah, that's 500,000. Uh, 500. 1,000. Well, Adam's closest. He still went over, though. No. It's only about 100 to 200 people actually die from inhalants every okay. year. Huh. So what's an inhalant? Is like if you're sniffing cocaine, is that an inhalant? It is not. That goes into our next question. So out of inhalants, there's three different things you can do. So what is the difference between sniffing, huffing, and bagging? Sniffing, huffing, and bagging. Oh, man. Sniffing you do with glue, huffing you do with gas, and bagging you do with paint. (laughs) I'm not sure what the difference between huffing and bagging is. I'm going to say sniffing goes through your nose, huffing goes through your mouth, and bagging goes up your butt. (laughs) (laughs) It's a colostomy bag. Yeah. You just get one of those old school, like, kiln pumps and just like, foom. I think sniffing is probably just like vapors with no sort of like container. Huffing would be like sticking your head in the bucket, <laughs> like some sort of like seal around that. And bagging is like what it sounds like. You'd like put it in a paper bag or something. Adam got two of those right. Wow. I'm not high. <laughs> uh, sniffing is direct inhalation. So it's just okay. the thing is there. Huffing is when you soak a piece of fabric Oh, okay. In whatever you're going to be getting high off of and then just go... So like when they chloroform somebody in the movies, that would be huffing. That's exactly right. And bagging is inhaling from a bag or sack. Hmm. Bag or sack. (laughs) All I have are these burlap sacks to get high with. Full of gold paint. Uh, What is... Here's here's a word for you. Ichthyoalienotoxism. Ichthyo... What was the middle part? Ichthyoalienotoxism. I know we've encountered ichthyo before, yeah, but I don't sounds... remember where. I'm pretty sure ichthyo is fish, like ichthyosaurus. Hmm. Fish dinosaur. <laughs> this is our fish dinosaur. <laughs> it's back when naming dinosaurs was easy. It's a poison that comes from a fish and gets you high, like the fugu fish? It's fish licking. <laughs> fish licking. Yeah, I'm going with, with these gentlemen. <laughs> It is hallucinatory fish poisoning. Yeah. Uh, It's something that happens when you eat certain fish. So these fish uh, have a diet of mostly algae and plankton that contain a a substance called indole, which collects in the fish's head. (laughs) (laughs) So eating the head gets the indole into your system and you hallucinate. Huh. Just sitting there sucking on fish heads. (laughs) Now, if anybody's attempting to try this, know that each fish head contains a different amount of indole and one that's going to get you high is like one in 10,000. So please do not just start biting the heads off. Of Each fish. fish head is a special snowflake. You got to find a fish that's swimming in circles. And you, can eat, you can eat fish heads till you barf and still not get this hallucinatory thing. This fish had the munchies. <laughs> I think that's all fish think about. <laughs> Their next high. Fish are awful. What is sudden sniffing death? <laughs> It's when you accidentally swallow your nose. (laughs) It's when you're sniffing your drugs and like they all go up in your nose. That's when you lose the ability to smell because Mm. you've been huffing too much. I said it's when you sniff and you get all your drugs in your nose. No, this is sudden cardiac arrest due to the abuse of inhalants. Oh. Uh, It happens most often in young people because it seems like young people like to do inhalants more. Uh, the hydrocarbons that you get you high off of usually the uh, anything that's uh, pressurized, like deodorant or spray paint. Wasn't isn't that the same thing that like put the hole in the ozone layer? Those are chlorofluorocarbons. Chlorofluor- 
basically they put a lot of stress on your heart so a tiny shock could kill you oh hmm. like somebody turns the corner and you're like that guy has red hair <laughs> <laughs> no i've taken another life <laughs> Adam, we've told you it's too glorious. <laughs> Let's keep it under wraps. What is the name of the species of the toad that people would use to get high? Oh, it's not cane toads because those will kill you, I think. Hoppity mix squishy foot. <laughs> God, she's right. That's the hallucination that you see after you've licked the toad. <laughs> this toad's name is Tour Guide Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy frog. <laughs> it's... It's not very exciting. It's the Colorado River Toad. (laughs) Hey, I know where that is. Yeah, you can go get one. The toads secrete a hallucinogenic substance from the corners of their mouths and the undersides of their legs. That's very (laughs) weird places to secrete something from. That's where you got to lick it from. The thing is, is it's mixed with poison. And the toad doesn't really get to decide how much of each goes into the the solution. (laughs) You can't find like a really trustworthy dealer toad that's going to give you just the good stuff. (laughs) Lick my mouth. <laughs> Give me a kiss. All around the edges. Do kiss it. me enough, I might start looking like a prince. <laughs> so people found out, oh, licking toads gets you high. Well, just this one toad, really. The rest of the toads just have poison. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them aren't very fun. So don't lick toads. Not even the one that does get you high, because there's, there's still the poison there. Hmm. Also, they just don't like it. What a buzzkill. <laughs> need to breed a more perfect party toad. Yeah. I'm the party toad. You could probably control that with diet. Like, I'm sure there's something in their diet that turns hallucinogenic and something probably. that makes poison. So just, like, don't feed them the poison thing. Yeah. What if it's the same thing? Could be. Then you have to breed a special strain of the plant first. <laughs> okay, folks. What cheese gets you high? A good sharp cheddar. Every time. <laughs> My mood just skyrockets. I mean, it's got to be blue cheese. It's half mold anyway, right? Yeah. It's the the german one with all the bugs in it i was gonna about to say that maggot cheese what is that called i don't know it's illegal it's just stilton stilton Hmm. Uh, so studies show that if you eat 20 grams or 0.044 pounds of stilton before going to bed you have hallucinogenic dreams i didn't i don't think i've ever had just stilton (laughs) i've heard that i've never had half a pound of stilton before bed well it's 0.04 right is that what scrooge had stuck in his teeth when he saw those ghosts (laughs) True. Was it 0.04 or 0.44? 0.044. Oh, yeah. that's not so bad. Yeah. Just a little bit of Stilton. Huh. Give you the hallucinogenic dream. Of a pound. And you get to eat cheese. <laughs> Some of the people in the study said they talked to their dead relatives during <laughs> during their sleep. So. Okay, but what's a hallucinogenic dream? Like, aren't all dreams hallucinogenic? <laughs> True. I've, I've, rarely, I've rarely had nonfiction dreams. <laughs> It, it, it was described as a like a wildly vivid, and uh, you wouldn't have this sort of dream normally. <laughs> Can we try this one at home? Yes. Go ahead and eat some Stilton. Yeah, where do we, I don't think I've ever seen Stilton. It's too powerful. <laughs> Need to find me a cheese dealer. They prefer the term monger. <laughs> <laughs> I got the newest stuff on the street. Colby Jack. <laughs> Ooh, Peppa Jack love Fraggle Rock. So that's all I have for quizzes, because, you know. Because we know everything about drugs. You do. Because cheese. Uh, but we're going to start by talking about bath salts. Oh, yeah. Because bath salts are fun. <laughs> Is, are these uh, like bath bombs? I do like a nice bath bomb. 
every article I saw, well, first off, when I'm when you're researching wild ways to get high, every single article is your kids are getting high on blank. <laughs> Cheesing their brains out. Uh, but like, every, every article about bath salts is like, no, it's not Epsom salts, you dinguses. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they want you to think. They should call it something else then, because I thought it was regular bath salts. So bath salts are a white or brown crystalline powder and are a synthetic form of cathinone, a substance found in the cat plant in uh, Africa. Okay. Cat, cat, cat. Cat. They're very, uh, cathinones are very similar to amphetamines in the way they work on your brain. Hmm. When, we talk, when we're talking about specifically bath salts, they're synthetic cathinones, so they're much more powerful than if you just made them from the plant. Ah. So the high is supposed to be like close to cocaine. You get a euphoria and increased social interaction. Nice. And it's about 10 times more powerful than cocaine. Yeah. Oh. I've heard that it just like hits and then you're on you're going for like a few minutes. It's like the eighties cranked up to eleven. <laughs> That'd be ninety one, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just do math here. Math joke. <laughs> so you inhale or snort it, and you can also like inject it. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> Kelly's still coming down from witty. (laughs) Wonderful addition joke. I love a good bath joke. Why do you think the man married me? Hey, Kelly, three. (laughs) Seven, eight, nine. That's wordplay. Jeez. So like I said, you can inhale or snort it. And uh, it can also be injected, although they were very, none of the websites I went on were like, yeah, this is how you do that. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't have step-by-step? Step. They did not. In fact, the websites that were like, hey, here's how you get high. I didn't click on those ones. Because... <laughs> those ones are obviously cops. And then you get that, like almost immediately, you get that euphoria, increased social interaction, as well as paranoia, hallucinations, mm. panic mm. attacks, and ah! excited delirium. Excited. Woo-hoo! Excited delirium was described as violently energetic. <laughs> Is that where the face eating comes in? Well, we're, yeah. we're getting to that. That's my story for the day. Punch yourself in the face. I feel like these are a bad mix. I don't want to be violently energetic and paranoid and yeah. having a panic attack. So let's talk about the Miami cannibal. Okay. His name was Eugene Rudy, and on May 26, 2012, he left his house to go to Miami Beach in his car. Fortunately, his car broke down. Hmm. So based on security camera footage... Police said he spent roughly 30 to 40 minutes in his car going, getting irritated. It's a long time. And then he decided to walk. He's like, okay, I'm going to get to my destination by walking. Okay. No Uber yet. After his car had broken down, he did do some bath salts. <laughs> Just to pass the 30 <laughs> or 40 minutes. Under the influence of the drug as he was walking, he began to get irritated at his things. <laughs> so as he's walking, he starts taking off his clothes. Yeah. Nuts to those things. They were getting all uppity. Yeah. Stupid shirt. He also threw his Bible on the ground. <laughs> okay. Did I mention he was also carrying a Bible? <laughs> that was the only thing keeping him in line. And he also lost his driver's license, which irritated him as well. <laughs> that guy's staring at me and he looks just like me. <laughs> a doppelganger. Blank. So after a three mile nude hike. <laughs> yeah. Chafee. He, he came across Ronald Popo. Popo. <laughs> A homeless man who had taken shelter in a nearby viaduct. Mm. So Rudy said to himself, that guy took all my clothes and my Bible. (laughs) (laughs) How else would I have gotten here naked? And then uh, he ran up to Ronald and began to punch him in the face and Mm. take his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Take my pants, will you? When Ronald resisted, Rudy decided, I've had enough of this. 
I'm going to eat your face. Ooh, that's problem solving for you. And just began biting off Ronald's face. Oh, just went full chimpanzee. Yeah, I was going to say. The Tyson approach to conflict. <laughs> so a passerby saw this happen and called the police. One officer arrived and said, hey, <laughs> stop eating that guy's face, please. <laughs> Patient zero. <laughs> Rudy uh, took the advice, looked at him, growled at him. <laughs> said, wow. you got a mighty fine face there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then resumed his filthy work of face eating. Hmm. <laughs> on the cop or the homeless on, on, guy? On, on, the, on the homeless guy. Okay. So the police officer said, you need to get off of him or I'll shoot you. I really mean it. And so he shot him. <laughs> to no effect. <laughs> oh. Rudy continued eating Ronald's face until five more bullets were put in him. Crazy. Wow. Where? Everywhere, I hope. <laughs> All in the same spot. He was a heck of a shot. <laughs> Good clustering. Ronald survived, but 80% of his face above his beard was eaten. Uh, oh, man. And his eyes had been bitten out. I suppose that oh. makes sense he wouldn't want to eat the beard. He wasn't <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> All he had left was a bottom lip. So now completely blind, people pitched together to get him facial reconstruction, and apparently he's doing a lot better. He's, he's learning to get a- around, and he has like a house now. So Does he have eyes uh, again? No. <laughs> so don't do bath salts. <laughs> and I assume Rudy died of the wounds? Yes, he died of the wounds. He choked on a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Naked, face full of cheeks. <laughs> Sounds like something an ant would say. Oh, you've got a face full of cheeks on you. Do we even know where he was trying to go? <laughs> nope. That's not something, I mean, uh, not usually a fan of police violence, but this seemed pretty justified. But <laughs> yeah. I think the, we can say that one was warranted. Nonetheless, uh, you wouldn't want to come down from that high no. and have someone sit you down and be like, so. That yeah. funny tasting <laughs> This is not a unique case either. Like oh. there, there was a, a fellow in China who did the same thing to somebody on the subway, just got on him and started eating his face. Why? <laughs> Question. Are faces delicious and bath salts just help you see through the veil? <laughs> we can't ask the people that tried them. They're dead now. Yeah. I, I, I've been told that the cheeks are the tenderest part of an animal. But not the beard. Nobody wants the beard. So let's move on to cough medicine abuse. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that's it's not a fun subject, but... The reason I picked this one is because I ran into a page that had all the names that parents need to listen out for, and we're going to name all those. I can't wait. Andy, I had a bad cold. (laughs) (laughs) It would have to be really bad. Here they are in alphabetical order. So cough medicine used to contain both alcohol and codeine Mm -hmm. because old medicines basically were seeking to make you, I don't know, placid rather than actually cure you. Feel better. Except in the 50s, the sale of codeine was outlawed. Hmm. So we gotta, we actually have to find a medicine for this. Oh, man. <laughs> so they said, okay, we're taking out the alcohol too because parents are like, my kids are getting drunk on concert. <laughs> now I have drunk sick kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they replaced both with dextromethorphan. Methorphan. Dextromethorphan. <laughs> sounds like a wizard. <laughs> dextromethorphan? <laughs> Or DXM, which is what I'm going to be calling. Oh, nice! Uh, so DXM actually stops coughing; it, it gets rid of the, like the cough reflex. Oh, so when we actually had to try, we actually found a substance that does what it was supposed to <laughs> yeah. do in the first place. They're like, "Ah, oh, shit!" And has very, very few side effects when used as directed. <laughs> now, I have some cough medicine in my cabinet, and I looked up the amount of DXM that's in it. It's only 10 milligrams. Okay. Okay. In order to get the hallucinogenic effects of DXM, 
a user has to take anywhere between 240 milligrams to 1,500 milligrams of DXM. Wow. That's a wide range. Man, just go get a toad at that point. (laughs) Go hunt down that toad. Uh, So that causes a number of side effects by itself, but you also have to factor in that you can't just buy DXM by itself. Hmm. It comes with all this other stuff attached to it. Stupid stuff. Acetaminophen, which can shut down your liver. Ah. (laughs) And all all sorts of other stuff. So, uh, and yeah, when your liver shuts down, you die. So that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Click. So the high of DXM is told to be comparable to PCP or ketamine. Okay. And it lasts for six or more hours. Wow. No. I don't want to go that hard when I'm sick. (laughs) Just think about it. Going cough-free for six hours? You would have to take 24 doses of cough medicine. It doesn't even come with that much in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't they, like, grocery stores keep track of that stuff, don't they? They do. They don't let people buy over a certain amount of cough medicine. So, elderly people, when you ask me why the hell do I need an ID to purchase cough medicine, it's because we don't want you overdosing. It's because we know what you're up to. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's here's my list of... um, Slang ter- so if you hear your teens saying this, like we're gonna go we're gonna go do some of this, <laughs> you know you know they're overdosing on cough medicine. So there's black beauties. Hmm. What if they just like horses a lot? Yeah, books. <laughs> brownies? Hey, uh <laughs> gonna go make some brownies. You're high! <laughs> You're a British baking show is becoming a bad influence. Dexies. Uh okay, that's a little on the nose. Okay. Dextro. <laughs> Just summoning the wizard. <laughs> Evil twin brother of Spyro. Drix. Okay. Who's also a sorcerer. <laughs> Gel. Nice. Mm. Uh, Groove. Mega pearls. Mega pearls. <laughs> Mega pearls. <laughs> That's a big oyster. <laughs> I feel like this one I might be suspicious. Poor man's ecstasy. <laughs> Yeah, that that will make people suspicious. We're going to go do some poor man ecstasy. (laughs) All right, kids, you have fun. You you probably shouldn't hide your drug name with another drug name. Yeah, this is Uh, cocaine light. (laughs) Robo. Robo. (laughs) Robo. And then Rojo. Like Spanish red. Ruby Soho. Skittling. (laughs) Going to do them Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. Scissorup. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's popularized by snoop dog sky hmm. triple c hmm. <laughs> i like that one uh, the tussin as popularized hmm. by mc chris yeah. and velvet hmm. Hmm. cozy next time your kid says i'm gonna get some of that scissor up he's either baking <laughs> with snoop dog or getting high <laughs> gonna make red velvet brownies hmm. <laughs> so we're going to move on. We're going to talk about a substance called, God, why do they all have to be scientific names I can't pronounce? Ah, stupid <laughs> chemistry. Getting us high all the time. Myristicin. Myristicin. Okay. It's a substance found in the essential oils of dill, parsley, and, and very importantly, nutmeg. Huh. Oh. Yeah, I've heard about getting high on nutmeg, but I never understood how. We're going to talk about getting high on nutmeg. Finally. Once again, don't try this at home. Baking them Christmas cookies. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get in that Christmas spirit. I'm going to go do some nog. <laughs> so, mystericin can cause hallucinations and or a trance-like state when ingested. <clears throat> and the entire makeup of the, the nutmeg oil is mystericin. Oh. Uh-oh. So, the first reported case of uh, nutmeg intoxication was in, in the 1500s with a pregnant woman, possibly with pica, suddenly <laughs> decided she was going to devour 10 or more nutmeg nuts. Just nom, 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 nom. Nutmeg's a powerful spice. Like, what would even what would just chomping down on a nutmeg nut even be like? 
heaven. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, this got her very high mm. and alarmed a bunch of people, but not enough that they're going to look into it yet. <laughs> so they started actually doing research on it in the 1900s when several women were like, oh, God, I'm so high right now. They're like, what did you do? I was like, I had a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> it's another case of hysteria. Well, it, it turns out that the milkshakes from this particular place had like three tablespoons of nutmeg in them. Ooh. Man, that's some milkshake. You know, the most nutmeg I've ever used in any recipe is like an eighth of a teaspoon. <laughs> but people report getting high from nutmeg after only two teaspoons. Do they mm. still sell this in stores? Like, yeah. huh? It, it's not like regulated like the cough syrup? Nope. Huh. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> you can even buy like the whole nuts. And, and like a grater. Yeah, I have. Adam, like, you can mow down on a big old nutmeg nut right now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds gross. And so when you get high on nutmeg, it's 10 or more hours. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. That'll get you through the workday. Um, so in addition to the hallucinations or trance-like state, you get a dryness of the mouth. Nope. You become mm-hmm. sleepy, confused, and dizzy. <laughs> also, you may have seizures. Hmm. <laughs> also, the nutmeg can shut down your organs. All of them? Yes. <laughs> Just that nut falls on the switch and just goes click and everything <laughs> turns off. So I wouldn't recommend the nutmeg high. And also don't worry about accidentally getting high on nutmeg because like Sean said, most recipes are going to call for like an eighth to a quarter of a teaspoon and no more. And that's for like a whole batch of cookies. Yeah. I'm going to have to cut back on my eggnog habit. <laughs> I feel like it's dangerous to have that stuff in the kitchen. What if it like tips over and dumps all in your recipe? <laughs> what if you're yawning while reaching for a spice? <laughs> <laughs> glug, 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 glug. No. So now we're going to speak of the other way that Santa Claus might get high other than nutmeg. <laughs> it's reindeer pee. Yay. Oh. <laughs> what is Santa into? <laughs> I'll take the nutmeg. Getting some of that sleigh spray. <laughs> <laughs> if they pee in the air, it's just Yeah, it's going to come it. back into his face. <laughs> it's like that ocean breeze. <laughs> I'm coming up with drug names right now. It's easy. <laughs> Scent of the North. <laughs> Do you want some Rudolph sleigh ride? <laughs> uh, so as it turns out, reindeer just fucking love getting high. Reindeer? <laughs> reindeer. So reindeer will specifically go after fly agaric mushrooms. Okay. Which are a hallucinogenic mushroom. The, the effects on reindeer is it makes them kind of drunk. So they stumble around and make weird squeaky noises. <laughs> huh. I would like to see that. Like they, they, they can find them under snow and just... And, and uh, the fly agaric are the mushrooms that inspired the... Mario mushrooms, so like big yeah. red cap, the white stuff. Huh. Uh, fly agaric also works on people, but it has some bad side effects like vomiting everywhere and diarrhea poo-poo. <laughs> and a desire to drink reindeer pee. <laughs> <laughs> ah, And pull sleighs. <laughs> but as it turns out, the Sami people of Norway and Sweden found a better way to get at the mushroom's hallucinogenic properties. <laughs> Although I have no idea high. how it happened. <laughs> Sometimes you're thirsty. <laughs> And the well is a long walk. The psychoactive drug found in the mushroom filters out through the reindeer in their urine. Sure. Which you then collect and can drink to get the same hallucinogenic properties without, like, the vomiting if you don't vomit when you drink pee. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just a tertiary effect. So it's psychoactive urine, and what's better is that this can be recycled up to four times. 
By you? Yes. So then oh. my urine becomes less <laughs> Comes out a little more yellow each time. So you can you can be the bear grills of drug use. <laughs> bear grills, don't drink that urine. It's too late. Now I'm British. <laughs> and for my final thing, let's once we're since we're talking about pee, we're gonna add in a little poo. Oh, okay. So we're, we're gonna talk about Jankum. Jankum. Okay. Now that's a drug name. Yeah. Well, uh, so Jankum is made from taking raw sewage oh. and allowing it to ferment in a bottle in the sun, which you then huff the fumes and it gives you hallucinations. Oh, I think your brain just like shuts down from the overwhelming awfulness and tries to find something else to do with its time. <laughs> so uh, the name actually comes from a brand of glue that was popular for sniffing in South Africa. Hmm. <laughs> Huffer's Choice. <laughs> I was going to say, was that the advertising campaign? <laughs> Jenkum. It gets you high? Build a model. You'll get stuck on our scent. Um, the sad part about it is Jenkum was primarily made in Zambia by AIDS orphans. Ooh. Okay. Who just wanted to get high to get away from their terrible life, and they could not afford gas or glue. Man, I have a life so bad that you're like, you know what sounds fun? <laughs> Sniffing rotten sewage. To quote one orphan, with glue, I just hear voices in my head. But with Jankum, I see visions. I see my mother who is dead, and I forget about the problems in my life. Thank you, Jankum. Well, this is a downer. You may have heard of Jankum in a different way. Okay. If you had heard. So, in the, in like 2009, those rascals at at 4chan Uh began circulating instructions about how to make Jankum, except it was wrong. Oh. On purpose? Yeah. So you actually need whatever's in like all the stuff in the sewage, not just pee and poo. Okay. They said, hey, kids, here's a cheap, easy high. You need to get a water jug. You Check. need to poop and pee in it. <laughs> shake it up real nice. Shake, shake, shake. Put a balloon over the top. <laughs> Stick it in the sun. Let the balloon fill with the gases and then huff that. Hmm. Oh, God. I can Once- only imagine. Once they'd circulated that, they began sending out a bunch of emails acting like concerned citizens. And they sent these emails to police, schools, and newsrooms saying, kids, it's a, it's an epidemic. The kids are huffing poo. <laughs> Which was, of course, not true. Why is 4chan so weird? <laughs> this, of course, worked. In what way? Well, news reports and, like, notices from schools and... Media hysteria. Started breaking out. They're like, oh, God. Poop balloons. <laughs> the kids are getting really high on this stuff called Jenkum. Although, from a news report, here's some of the nicknames that your kids might be calling it. <gasps> Winnie. Winnie. <laughs> the poo, Shit. I get it. <laughs> Runners. Oh, yeah, not sure. Fruit from crack pipe. <laughs> Leroy Jenkums. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Might, butt hash, <laughs> and waste. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. 4chan wasn't at its best with the uh, nicknaming there. And would they have 15 seconds to come up with those? <laughs> what are we calling this? Shit. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> so one newscast in Illinois advised parents to start smelling their kids' breath after they had been out with friends to make sure they had <laughs> Breathing human waste. Does it smell like poo? <laughs> I don't know. So all these, all this stuff, all these newscasts start going out. Like 
police were putting up bulletins like, if we find jars of poop, you're going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just a hoarder. (laughs) I have a different problem. (laughs) Could you go to jail for that? I mean... They were a, a place in a town in Florida classified it as a as a Schedule One drug. Wow! But it's poop. <laughs> you can't Everyone's get away it. from it. If you're arresting everyone who has poop, there's no one what about it. I'm a drug mule at that point. Drugs <laughs> <laughs> are waiting to happen. Gotta have an enema just to go anywhere. Comes illegal to change baby diapers. Oh no! I'm high on baby. <laughs> Uh, so when the fervor reached like a, a screaming peak, 4chan came out and was like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Which most of like the places were like, yeah, we got, we got got. But a bunch of places were like, no, I know kids are doing this. This is what they're <laughs> like. That town in Florida, it's still illegal. Like <laughs> we'll go to jail for your pee poops. <laughs> but thankfully in America, we do not have to worry about our kids huffing turds. Not the real way anyways. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want to do it authentic, you go to Cambia. Zambia. Combine two countries there. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Zambia. And that's all the stories I have. <laughs> no. No? No. I like I've heard too many like I heard too many horror stories growing up about like, oh, my my mom's brother's friend or something. Like he used to go and just get gasoline and be like uh, until one day he died from that uh <laughs> just a heart attack like well too much gasoline i guess i guess yeah. you don't need gas to run your body <laughs> he only takes premium <laughs> <laughs> yeah kid at my school died huffing yeah. really um yeah i i didn't know him uh he was a grade above me but as you can imagine it was a it was a big thing yeah um supposedly i think this was just scare tactics for the remaining student body but they said it was the first time he'd ever done it Hmm. which i don't know how they you know figure that out but it was you know they had grief counselors and the whole nine yards it was a big big deal we had a school meeting whatever you call those not a not a rally which is the word that keeps coming to mind (laughs) (laughs) just came out See, and I, I used to know people who are like, I know how you can get high. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. That sounds like those have childproof caps on them. <laughs> so kids don't get high. Yeah. I mean, I the only thing I really have, which isn't that big a deal, is I worked at a cafe once where there was a brief run, maybe a few weeks, where all the whipped cream was very, very flat uh-huh. and not very <laughs> fluffy. And it's like. Seriously, guys, come on. <laughs> then you have to hide all your nutmeg. Yeah. Uh, many of the articles were saying that the sudden sniffing deaths were caused by uh, whippets and or compressed air to clean your computer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, we had a roommate for a while. It was like a townhouse with an upstairs and downstairs. She had a downstairs and she just had a refrigerator full of whipped cream <laughs> just really whipped cream. Whipped didn't work for some reason but <laughs> shouldn't you toss out the whipped cream that doesn't work anymore or something i mean she was constantly refreshing her supply so, uh, so for the risk of death whippets and the canned air is like yeah that lasts about five minutes and you got to do it again yeah you got to buy a lot of whipped cream you need a fridge full yeah okay. and, uh, for what i hear it just makes you like a little bit lightheaded <laughs> it's just like that's not worth it's it It's like lightheaded and tingly or something it doesn't even sound like a very fun high yeah i'm holding out for that 10 hour reindeer high <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that was the nutmeg 
Yeah, the 10 hours is a nutmeg. I don't know if I have mentioned it before, but uh, I remember reading an article in an anthropology class I took that surprised me because they were talking about the the red ants that we get around here, the big, the harvester ants. Mm-hmm. They make big, they make great big hills. They're pretty easy to spot most of the time. And they uh, hurt. Yeah, they hurt like hell. I got stung on the foot once a couple years ago. They're like number three on the Schmidt pain index. <laughs> yeah, I've I've definitely been stung by those things when I was a kid. It is not fun. <laughs> how, how did Schmidt well, describe it? Was oh, it spicy with a chance of meatballs it, or something? No, it's like somebody <laughs> like is boring a screw under your toenail or something. But anyways, I there was this uh, anthropological study or article about tribes in southern california way back when they had this ritual where you would you would wet down an eagle feather and you'd cover it with those ants and you would eat it no and you would do you would eat you'd keep eating them until you went into sort of a trance because apparently enough of their venom like inside of you will cause you to hallucinate hmm. uh, your mind <laughs> dissociates from the pain and eventually you're seeing <laughs> no. it but uh like you go into sort of like a trance and then like the shaman or whatever that's helping you out like says i gotta go get something for back in town i'll be right back and he like sneaks off and sneaks around behind you and then he he sneaks up behind you and and scares you and that sends you into like this fugue state where you have this vision quest i thought you were gonna say he takes out a sharpie and just like (laughs) (laughs) and the whole village has a great big laugh There's no such thing as vision quest, idiot. I made you eat ants. <laughs> but you like you go on this quest and you come back with like spirit animals and you get magic powers and stuff. Not worth it to me. But you have to eat hundreds and hundreds of red ants. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's all, all of our stories, it's time for what are your morals worth? I won't mm. eat the ants. How much I got to pay you to drink hallucinogenic reindeer pee? Ugh. <sighs> uh, how long it was like, it? How long? It didn't mention. How about as long as mushrooms, I imagine. You said vomiting and diarrhea. Oh, that's only if you eat the mushrooms. Oh, so the the pee's safe, relatively speaking. Yeah, the pee the pee just has the psychoactive drug and pee. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there any way to make it less pee like? No, <laughs> food coloring. <laughs> well, you could add some nutmeg. <laughs> I mean, I've never gotten high on anything. I can't say that I'm curious, but it's apparently an experience worth having. And I don't know. I'm not super grossed out by pee. Animal pee is pretty bad, but it's like, ah, just plug your nose. You'll be fine. Yeah. How, I mean, how big's the, how big's the jar? I would say it's like a shot glass. Oh, that's oh, not okay. bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still pee, which I don't like, but <laughs> it's it's, I guess if the rain, if the reindeer is drinking enough water, the pee shouldn't be that bad. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but have you ever had somebody like, oh, look, I got some deer pee to put out for my... No, I can't say I've ever run into that. It is musky. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's strong stuff. It'll take the hair off. That's got to be like concentrated so the predators really come running, right? (laughs) Uh, Five grand. I'd give that a shot. To go on your very own Santa quest. (laughs) (laughs) I've delivered to all the children. God, now that I just picture Santa as some like crazy North Pole hobo. (laughs) Is he not? <laughs> I guess he is. If, if we'd believe what Coke would have us believe, he has a whole workshop, though. Yes, but if we believe weird Italian movies, then he has to pay rent to a guy that hates Christmas. That is a good one. Christmas classic. <sighs> Just a shot glass worth, and we don't know how long it gets you high. Uh, mushroom. Two hours. Three hours. But by all accounts, it's not. there's not that many like downsides other than you're drinking pee. The article I read said that the guy that got the guy so high... That he considered marrying an 80-year-old woman who was attracted to him. Ah, 
Apparently, like, yeah, it was all these people laughing at him, and he was like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> uh, honestly, I I don't think it would be that much. I mean, a fair amount. You said, what, 5,000? Yeah. Uh, I'd do it for 1,000. See, the thing is with me, like, I'm, like, I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm just really protective of my brain, as has come up in previous episodes. I'm just kind of a control freak. I don't want to do anything that I haven't decided to do. I uh, I had a really hard time getting my wisdom teeth out because I was afraid I might insult the uh, staff <laughs> while I was loopy. Luckily, my mouth was so full of cotton, no one could understand a word I was saying. So even if I did, it was fine. <laughs> so I guess as long as we could assure that I was like locked in a room by myself without access to anything, just like a bare room, maybe a, a bed. Room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't in, want to talk to anyone. What if I say something mean? In my experience, being by yourself would be like the worst thing you could do to yourself. But what if I say something mean? In order to, to come out this relatively intact, you're going to need the right people around you in the right atmosphere. Okay, can it be someone I don't like? I mean, I guess, but then you're going to have a real negative, like, experience. When I was around people who did mushrooms, they one of them got very suddenly scared after adoring this tree for a while. And I said, what's wrong? He says, there's 20 raccoons in that tree. <laughs> and they're holding something, but they won't show it to me. <laughs> we have to go inside. And I was like, okay. Fair enough. Okay, Adam, do you agree to look after me and not take offense at anything I say? Yes. Also, you'll need orange juice. Or repeat it back to me? Uh, only if it's... I'll repeat it back if it's really nice. Okay. Or In that case, $10,000. <laughs> See, I was going to say $10,000, but you I... You still I, can. I don't want pee. <laughs> yeah, pee. the last time you had to drink pee, it was like a million dollars, possibly <laughs> more on the diabetes episode. I don't want to drink pee. But he wasn't getting high from that pee. <laughs> yeah. There's also a downside to the pee. I guess I... I'll 7500 Okay. A bargain for pee drinking. So, I guess that does it for this week. I'd like to say thanks to the listeners and to Gerard, our wonderful editor. If you'd like to talk to us, you can do it on our Twitter or Instagram at Acid Pop Podcast. We're on Reddit at our Acid Pop Podcast. Or you can contact us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. So, remember, kids, Santa's just really high all the time, and he loves it. Bye. Bye.